Oh, Mr. Sun, Sun, Mr. Golden Sun, please shine down on me. Oh, Mr. Sun, Sun, Mr. Golden Sun, please shine. <laughs> What are we doing? They can't even see us doing our Sundance. No, they can't. What? What's wrong with the? the it vis- was a great dance, folks. You missed it. <laughs> a Sundance was amazing. We, we got a video we, this sometime. Had an amazing Sundance we just did. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Speaking of amazing Sundances, should we maybe talk about the trip? We should. Welcome to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Every week, we talk about film. Sometimes films I like. There's a flip side to that coin. What if you do got me boxed in, and I gotta put you down? And sometimes films I like. Films that inspire creativity. Give my creation Films that inspire hope. I'm gonna see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum, and then I'm going to build things. Films that I'm take you to a place you never knew existed. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Sometimes films that are just entertaining. Now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. We hope that when you listen to us, you walk away with a new idea, a new perspective, or at least you have a good time. Are you not entertained? Welcome back to the show, Dougie. Oh, welcome, welcome. Oh, it's so nice to be here in our rainy but mild Oregon weather. Indeed, it's good to be home, but <laughs> it was good to go. We, uh, if the uh, listeners did not quite catch on to our intro. Which is likely. Or read our title. Right. Which is also likely. Yes. <laughs> uh, today is our Sundance Film Festival recap podcast. Indeed it is. Uh, you, your wife, or my mother, mm-hmm. and my wife, or your daughter-in-law, Yes, we took a trip to Park City, Utah. We most certainly did. For the 2020 Sundance Film Festival. And uh, it was your first time. Jordan it and was. I had gone in 2018. Right. They went, uh, you went in 2018, and then... Uh, Enjoyed it so much that uh, you thought two years later it would be a good idea to take your uh, dad and mom yeah. with you. Uh, our My business partner, oh, that's my right. co-host. I mean, your co-host. <laughs> yeah, no. that, that And uh, that, uh, your other associate. That literally. Who's also your mother. Yes, that literally had no, no bearing in why we decided to go with you guys. We thought we would all have fun together. And you, my friend, were right. Yeah, we all had fun together. It was a great time. Uh, we've had listen. I've had a couple of listeners reach out and want us to cover Sundance. Okay, well, uh, I'm happy to do that. And so I had a very good time. Yeah, we're gonna kind of run down our trip experience uh, briefly, and then I, I don't think we should do full full reviews of the films because there no. we saw seven of them together we did and, and then you saw one extra. i saw one last. right so a total of eight films uh we're gonna give kind of shallow brief reviews lists you know what we liked didn't like not gonna go too yeah 
in depth. Well, we'll mostly talk about the experience itself. Yeah, um, and then the movies have some of those movies have been picked up already, right? Uh, so you'll be able to uh, to watch them. I I saw a preview for one of them at uh, Salem Cinema today. Yes. So. Uh, coming attractions and, and so yeah they will be coming out and as they come out maybe we can do more in-depth reviews oh yeah of them when sure. they come out and maybe we see them again yeah not yeah. at the festival atmosphere because it's right. a different experience uh it most certainly <laughs> is i know that uh your most common experience is you know maybe one more person in the theater uh, but here in Sundance, there were maybe fifteen hundred, right? Fifteen hundred, right? People in the audience, right? And you've listened to, to us for a while. If you have, you know that I go during the day when when old people go, and uh, uh, yes. there's oftentimes not very many people in the theater at all. And once in a while, it's just me, which is fine. But it's not the same experience. And Sundance was very definitely. A different experience. And we a did, lot of fun. We did go to movies during the day, but there were also yeah. 70,000 people in <laughs> also Park City going to there movies to during see the day. movies during the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so let's just uh, let's just start from the beginning. We flew right. in on a Thursday, uh, got there the first day of the festival, where there aren't very many movies that play. No, tough to get a ticket that first night. But we waitlisted our very first movie, and I know you were excited because you were a little bummed going in. I don't want to paint you as like a grumpy, grumpy old man, old man, but right. like you were, you were well, wanting was, to see. I was movies. anxious to get going, right? Yeah, I mean, so, it wasn't complaining or anything like no, that. But of course not. I was ready to roll, but uh, <laughs> but we didn't have tickets, right? Uh, we do the expensive way. Where we buy tickets ahead of time, yes. which uh, are expensive, more expensive than just getting tickets at Sundance. Right. But it guarantees you. It gets you in, for sure. At least however many move tickets you buy. Right. So for. we had um, six tickets. Yeah. And so right. w- we had five tickets. Five, that's correct. Um, yes. And none of them were on the first night, and none of right. them were on Saturday. Right. So we were kind of. Part of the festival experience is the wait list. Yeah, it, it certainly is. It's it's a machine. I don't know if it's a well-oiled uh, machine, but it's a machine. <laughs> and I would say it's probably oil, but maybe not well-oiled. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really, you know, there's only so much you can do. And they do a really good job. They run this thing with mostly volunteers. Yeah, like twenty four to 3,000 volunteers come yeah, in for this thing. Yeah, and it... it, it a waiting list can be a pain, but it uh, it is one way to get into a movie, and right. also the people that are trying to do their very best. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So the the for those who are non Sundance aficionados, right? Not like I am now. Not like professionals like you and I. Yeah. Right. Uh, so if you're not podcasters like us, right? Right. Yeah. Pish posh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So the, uh, let's say a movie starts at seven o'clock, and right. you don't have tickets for it. Well, one th- the way you can get into that movie is you join a wait list that opens at exactly five o'clock, two hours and it's on before. An app. You yeah, sign on, up the, for it on, an on app. the app. Two hours before the movie starts, you click join e waitlist, and sometimes you get numbers, 
and sometimes it generates you random numbers. Random numbers. Yeah. You can pair up with one other person. So oftentimes, uh, Jordan and I would pair up together, and you and Mom would pair up together. Yep. And sometimes we would get numbers like, I don't know, one time Jordan and I got forty something and forty one, and you guys got eighty something and eighty one, right. and then what ends up happening is you go to the wait list area a half hour before the movie and you stand in your numbered spot. Uh, Right. And then as the movie goes in, people who have tickets get to go in first. Pass holders get to go in. And people associated with the film get to go in and get seats. Right. And if there are open seats in the theater, they start letting people in from the wait list. And I think there usually are. Yes, there usually yes. are. Ironically, right. the first time Jordan and I went, we got in on every wait list we waited on. Right. But right. this year, we waited we just... on two, and we didn't get in at all. We weren't even looked at. Like right. they, they shut down the wait list before anyone had even gotten in. Right, right. And then on and one... And that's just, you know, that's just part of the game. It's part of the game. Yeah. And it gets a little old when you're there, but it is really just part of the game. There's, I don't know that there's really a better way to do it. It's been working this way for a while, uh, I think. Yeah. And, Nobody and... called us and asked how they should do it, <laughs> I should mention. And had they done that, I don't know if I could have said, no. oh, here's a I was better saying, no, way. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> you're doing good. You're doing good. It just so happened that this year we got unlucky for two movies, well, three total. Right, I mean, and the part of it was it was two in a row, so it made it seem right. worse than it was. Right, and, and, and we got into some movies as well. Yeah, that way. yeah. So, so we uh, got in that first night. Yeah, and we saw cuties, cuties, or right? L- Lomignons or something like that. It's a French film. Yes, and uh, it was our first Sundance, your first Sundance experience. Yeah, and the movie is a bit brutal. Yeah. Uh, it's about 11-year-old girls in France who are I mean I don't have a kind way to say it but they're kind of they're street kids. Right. They don't have good home lives. They're, right. They're they're entering a challenging time period in their lives in general without the support of family and it was it was a pretty tough watch honestly. Yeah, um, it was. It ended up being very powerful and after yes. the director came up. And yeah. So, go ahead and, and talk about this because you have the best perspective on this because you did not like the movie I did as not, the credits rolled. Right. I did not like the movie and uh, uh, I felt that there was uh, way over the top uh, suggestive stuff in the movie that right. that did not seem to fit the characters as much as uh, as it should. Um, but I was the only one of the four of us who felt that way. And uh, <clears throat> the director came out, a charming uh, uh, French woman who uh, came out and talked about the the movie and. It was really interesting. It was it was a Sundance moment for me because she made it all make more sense. It was and I wouldn't say it was my favorite cool. movie there. It wasn't. But, but but her talking about it and how they made it and that kind of it was just uh, for lack of a better word, it was super cool. 
Yeah, no, and that's that's exactly right. And that was kind of the cool thing about it was like one of the very neat things about Sundance, and I mean this happens other places too, but well, I'm uh, sure. But at the end of each movie, almost guaranteed, the director or actor or a mixture of directors and actors and uh, the film, the people involved with the film come up on stage afterwards. Uh, yeah, at least some of them. For a Q&A. Right. And that was really fun. It was. It's very cool because, and the, your experience is the best. A movie you didn't really understand, not like right. you didn't understand what was going on. You understood, but a movie you thought, why did they make this movie? Because right. it is very suggestive. Like, yeah. you're not, you were, you were being unusually kind to a movie of this nature it's about these girls who are basically becoming women without guidance and it's very sexual uh they're dancing they get they get these dances off this internet video and it's disturbing to watch stripper dances basically oh yeah Yeah. absolutely and even more than stripper dancing i i feel like like it's it's shocking especially because these girls are i mean they are young and they're playing young like it's not like it's not like a 26 year old is playing a high schooler like right these are kids and it was shocking it was surprisingly uh it wasn't offensive it was just shocking yes. and sad. That, that's um, correct. And for, I mean, I I watch a little wider variety of genres, so it wasn't like, it, it wasn't offensive to me. Um, but having the director come out and having yeah, people ask was, questions like, why did, why, what inspired this? And having the right. director say, well, this happened to me. Like, yeah, you know, something yeah. Along it those made all lines, the difference in the world. You, know, you walked away saying, "Wow, what a powerful movie!" Instead uh-huh. of a "What a disturbing film!" Right, um, right. And it was really cool. They like, I mean, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to patronize you, but like, it was cool to watch you be like this because I knew you were uncomfortable the whole time we were watching it. Right. But to have you at the end say, "Wow, what a powerful story." Still not your favorite movie, obviously. Right, right. But to have you see that change, just because you get to hear, I to me also it's it's another aspect of like film is art. Yes. To the people involved, mm-hmm. it's art to them. They're right. They're giving messages. They're speaking their truth and their understanding. They're trying to make a statement on life or on culture, on character. And it's really cool to get to to hear that firsthand. Yes. As opposed it, it, to it try was. and interpret it. It was. You know? I you know, for the for the whole Sundance experience, I I guess I was like a kid in a candy shop. Mm. It was so much fun. It really was. From just walking down the street to you know, trying to see famous people. You know, <laughs> we like to pretend we're not uh, we're not gawkers, but we oh, sure would we have were. liked to see a lot of famous people. <laughs> In fact, I had some fun seeing famous people that weren't actually famous. Oh my gosh! And it didn't really get old at all. No, a little bit. <laughs> Maybe a little. <laughs> 
Um, I have a tendency to run the joke just a tiny bit long. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, no, it was funny. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, that's a whole aspect of Sundance is because these people that we idolize for lack of better word. Right. Uh, are just, are just normal people. And oftentimes they're just walking down the street next to us. Like, yeah. Uh, we saw Will Ferrell walking by. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, that was Will Ferrell. And like, and, and the comment, Of course he's surrounded by people and yes, cameras. Of course. And, I mean, only in certain occasions are they completely isolated. Right, and, right. And only the ones who are not quite as well known yes. are, are isolated. That's uh, right. In general, you're probably not going to just walk into somebody really famous. Right, yeah. It can happen. Funny thing is it feels like, and I feel like I'm just kind of rolling here, but the funny thing is that everybody, not everybody, but lots of people are just dressed up like crazy. Right. They are in these really expensive outfits and all, and, you know, you really can't tell who's famous and who's not. Unless, unless you run into somebody, which we'll probably talk about later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and that, on that point, uh, we were walking down the street, you and I, yeah. and Mom and Jordan. Right. And uh, this group of kids walks by, oh. <laughs> and this little boy comes up to me and says, can I have your autograph? They're all, by the way, in these cute little ski Outfits, because if you haven't been to Sundance, you can ski right into town. Oh yeah, and Park City is the skiing capital of the U.S. Yeah. Like it's a big, popular ski. Yeah, place. The, the slopes come right down into town. You, you just take off your boots and walk, or your skis and yeah, walk yeah. around. And these kids were so cute. They were super cute. This yeah. little boy glasses comes up and asks me for my autograph. And had he had a paper, I would have signed it. Yeah. Um. But he didn't have anything to sign with. Like I didn't know Sylvester what he wanted me to, I don't know what he wanted me to sign. But the teacher, like the coach or whatever, the the, the male yeah, chaperone yeah. with these group of kids, he whispers to the kid, "Not everyone in fur is famous, buddy." <laughs> and it was funny because I I got a new coat uh, thanks to me forgetting my coat in Silverton at the. I wasn't going to mention that. I got a new coat at Target. For sixty uh, percent off, but it had this big, big fur on it. <laughs> it's very against <laughs> my normal style, but it was a super comfortable coat. I'm very glad I attractive. Had it. But uh, but yeah, it was funny. Not everyone in fur is famous, buddy. That was funny. <laughs> but yeah, uh, who else did we see? Well, let's see. Well, my favorite was uh, and. and we were walking. We were walking up the street, and uh, I was looking down, and I noticed uh, police dogs. And in most of the people who travel, there's always somebody taking pictures of them and mm-hmm. stuff. But they don't usually travel with dogs, right? And certainly not with police. And I looked up, and and Jordan looked up, and we both looked up just in time to see uh, Hillary Clinton, <laughs> and she looked right at us, and. Uh, Jordan, who's a huge Hillary Clinton fan, uh, looked right at her, just kind of dumbfounded. Right. And she looked at us and went, hi, folks, and then just moved along. <laughs> it's like, 
Oh, well, there's Hillary Clinton. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we saw Will Ferrell earlier. Yeah. <laughs> what were you in this year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that was cool. Uh, it was. We, and, of course, she had her Secret Service. Oh, yeah, there, yeah. There wasn't any way to get anywhere no, closer to her, but we were pretty close. It's it's just... Look, as much as I'd like to say, oh, they're just people. Like It's it's fun to see people you recognize from the TV. Yeah, they're around. absolutely just people. Um, but there's something else to them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we saw... You have another layer, let's put it that way. The first time around, Jordan and I got to have a few actual conversations with some people. Right. Uh, this year, n- no such go. No. Uh, we said hi to Molly Shannon. Right. Uh, you know, a brief greeting with Hillary. Uh, right. You know, we we saw the red-headed wildling from Game of Thrones. Ah. Uh, saw tessa thompson so we saw a lot of these people walking yes. around um but even in the case of like tessa thompson she was being kind of whisked away as we saw absolutely. her there's a lot of uh private uh private dinners and, and press events. events like a lot of these people are on their ways to another interview right they're not right the actors there, as much as I'd love to say they're just there because they love films and they want right. to be supportive Let's pretend of their they film, are. they're there working. They're like, promoting. They're there yeah. to promote their film. And and a lot of people are there, as you explained to me, they're they're working too. They're trying to buy these films. Yes, or- yes. Jordan and I stood in line with a producer uh, who was probably there to watch a movie and consider purchasing uh distribution rights right. or getting his name or no getting to know who made the film so they could maybe work together uh right so yeah there's you know uh one of our first rules that we explained to you and mom on the on the the trip was everyone in sundance could be anyone in sundance right uh and we didn't run into it because we were prepped this time. But the first year we were talking to somebody on the bus being how saying how we weren't that interested in this one particular film. Right. And the guy goes, just so you know, the person who wrote that film is sitting three rows ahead of you. <laughs> That's right. And so it was like, you know, and they, they're not a face we would know. But here we were right. mouthing, not bad mouthing a movie. No, but just saying you're we just ta- having a conversation. Yeah. And like the person who spent years writing it was yeah. sitting just a few feet ahead of us. Right. Um, so we we explained that. And there was there was hardly anything negative to talk about. It was a really positive experience. For, it was. It was. Jordan and I. Um, and what you said was it was a good experience for you as well oh we had a great great time yeah we stayed in a we stayed in a a uh, little townhouse that was fairly near jordan got us great uh a great room and yeah we could walk really a 10 minute walk to main street which is where all the the stuff happens right park city has a great bus Mostly great bus schedule. <laughs> um, well, something happened later in the week. I felt 
that made their buses not quite as good. Still good. Yeah, yeah. There but was, they were a little more crowded. But first, but the second half, it seemed to be busy. And maybe it's just because more people well, were Well, they did have up. one uh, accident. That may have actually taken a bus offline. That's but, true. That's true. Uh, yeah, but Park City is absolutely beautiful yes it's a it's i i've described it to friends as a magical place it's a little bit like disneyland it's so it's a disneyland for film lovers yeah (laughs) it actually is i mean it really is it has this uh, beautiful uh, mountainous setting i mean does a ski resort but but it's it's really almost literally surrounded by mountains uh it's pretty high elevation. Yes. Um, did that affect you at I all? I think it did a little bit. Yeah. It made it I, a little hard to walk, huh? Yeah. Uh, a lot of stairs. I mean, it's no Denver. Like, it's not a mile high, but it, it's right. it's up there. Yeah. Yeah, it... Uh, but, you know, it snowed a couple of nights. It just... The, forget everything else. Just stunning stunningly beautiful absolutely really. mountain you fly into utah and you see the there's a specific name for them but they're it's all part of the rockies basically right. and uh just beautiful mountains and yeah uh, just surrounding it and and then you drop down into salt lake the great salt lake which is kind of odd and all but uh no it was like it was a little bit like being in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, really. a little bit. Yeah, we um, just we just you asked if, if mom and I had a good time. We had a wonderful time. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, something that was a little different this year than last time we went. Uh, Jordan and I were nonstop go go go. Get on this app. Get on that. Get on that wait list. Get yeah, on that wait yeah. list. And uh, it was not quite as busy this year with the four of us. For one, it's hard to get on wait lists with four people. Right. Because right. first of all, you can't. You have right. to do pairs. You can only do two. Um, but what ended up being a positive out of that aspect, which you know, I'd say probably – the, after our first full day, I was like, oh, we are not going to get to see as many movies as we were going to see the first year. Right. What ended up happening was we ended up taking our time and really enjoying the space. We posted up at Acura Festival Village. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, which was a, like a, it was a big tent, basically. But there was some music. There was live music playing there. And then... We got to see a total of four panels this yeah. year, which is not the same thing as a movie or or a Q and A. Almost better, but I I would say it's equally yeah. interesting. It uh, was really very interesting, cool. And Jordan and I only ended up seeing one panel the first year, and we were like, we should see more panels. Yeah, and because it was a little slower paced this year, we got to see four of them, and they were all really fun. They were, weren't they? Even the one that had nobody famous, right? But had music people, and not 
like composers, like you wouldn't know these people. These are marketing and advertising music people. Right. Even that I'm one talking I about found how uh, to put this and I'm having trouble explaining, but basically how the use of music and bits of music and right. and all that that they they buy and sell and promote music and they they were very interesting. That's very cool. <laughs> Something you never think about like that you like I never know what jobs exist in Right. And there's so many jobs that Right, exist. which is why when you watch a film and you see 500 people listed at the end <laughs> of it, maybe that's part of it. Yeah, but. for sure. But that was really cool. Yeah. We ended up seeing a panel with the cast of Palm Springs. Right, with Andy Andy Samberg. Yeah, and um, the other some two other girls. people. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll splice in their names. We'll, yeah, we'll um, correct that. But yeah, about their movie, <coughs> listening to them, just like why they picked that movie. Like, right. You know, and Andy Samberg says, I like to pick things that might be challenging, but I think I would do well. Right. At, you right. Know, which is interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you see a movie and you go, why would that person do that? Or, yeah, yeah. how did that person find this script that they were so good at? And it's just, it was just really yeah. interesting. Um, we uh, my un, favorite unpaid shout out to Acura. They did a great job of hosting all that. Uh, great space. They they had they had food in there. They had coffee. They had uh, you know. Uh, Although they, let, let's be real. Yeah, their coffee was not very good. <laughs> it was free. No complaints. Uh, Acura, your coffee stinks. But <laughs> we, but the hospitality portion of it was. Very nice, and it was free. Very cool, yeah. No, they uh, they had like a little mini coffee bar that yeah. you could do uh, espresso, mochas, cappuccinos, or chai tea. Right. And I kid you not, I tasted all four of them. They all tasted exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> I only had the mocha, so I, I had not realized that. They were all the same. I'm pretty sure none of them knew what coffee was. <laughs> <laughs> Another good sponsor there, shouting out to them too, was Chase. Yeah. They had a really nice setup there for food. and Yeah. Uh, they had some real good pork ribs or barbecue, barbecue was something. delicious. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Making me hungry. Free water bottles. I mean, everything yeah. Yeah. Is, is is cool. Um, I got a free hat. I did too. Uh, have you worn that hat? I have. It's warm. It's nice. It's the nicest beanie it's I It's from uh, the movie Downhill. Yeah, with Will Ferrell and yeah. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, yeah. the remake of Force Majeure. So we're but... promoting that all the time. If you want to send us a few bucks, Will, yeah, yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, we're wearing that. your hat in Oregon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it is it is the nicest beanie I own. Like, yeah, it's, and it's, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the next day we we started early. We had like three days with like eight a.m. movies. Yeah, that was a little early for us, but yeah. And I always say, like, well, I always say, I've said this twice. It's nice to get a start on the day because if you didn't have an early movie, you might not get up till nine or ten. Right. But like, right. You had to be out the door at seven, and yeah. on vacation that feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> No kidding. 
especially when you're up until 11 or 12 the night before right again on vacation yeah yeah <laughs> only to get up at 5 30 so you can be out the door at the theater at seven exactly um but we saw the perfect candidate next yeah a very interesting film i don't think i mean we're not going to go through and rank these. No, uh, not I, at all. We shouldn't really. Uh, but at this, this point. ended up kind of a little quieter on our list, a little lower on the list for me. Yeah. No, um, I liked it. I liked oh, it better that's right. than you liked it more than yeah. The rest I liked of us. it most better than 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 the rest of you. Uh, it was a uh, Saudi woman running for office, um, trying to trying to change things and. It's a little hard to explain quickly, but her father is a traveling musician, mm-hmm. and yep, and uh, she's a doctor. Yeah, she's a doctor, but she's getting absolutely no respect, no chance to win, and she she goes about and tries. She basically just wants the road to the hospital paved. Right, and the, the road to the hospital is a mud puddle. It's a quagmire, yeah, and and no one can barely get to the hospital. Right. And, Right, um, and, and there's a lot of culture going on with the misogyny, yeah. and the the women are second class. Right, and that was all pretty interesting to me. I I had a lot better feeling about the the movie than than you guys did, but you know that's I the way movies go. Her, the doctor, I thought uh, she was wonderful, and her sister, her older sister specifically. Right. Right, was so good, and the father too. Actually, the musician. The father was great. Uh, and lo and behold, in the Q and A, you find out that he's not an actor. He is a musician in Saudi Arabia. Right. Uh, very cool little tidbits like that that you don't know unless yeah, you're searching that, out. That was so much fun to me. Really was. Yeah, it was really neat. Uh, I did like the movie overall. Um, right. Well, I don't think we saw any bad movies. No. No. Well, yeah. I. I actually, I did not like one of them that we'll talk about. But, oh, uh, okay. But yeah, the perfect candidate. Uh, yeah, it was it was really touching. It was not a heavy hitter. It was political and and it meant a lot to the director, mm-hmm. um, who is a Saudi. Is that how you say it? Saudi. Saudi, I think. Sa- uh, Saudi. She's a Saudi woman. Right. Um, and it meant a lot to her, and she's working in her home country, right? Um, and it, it meant a lot. She's to a her. director, right? She's she's making films in her country. Yes, and uh, and that was very cool. It was a great. Uh, she, you know, she made it for her mother, um, right? Again, it, it adds it adds flavor. To and I each think of that that was one of the reasons I I liked it so well was to listen to her afterwards talk about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was it was it was good. I I actually I really liked the perfect candidate. Yeah, um, yeah. It ended up not being high on the list, but we saw eight films and right. You see eight good movies. Exactly. Uh, exactly. But yeah, uh, that was the perfect candidate. We then spent the rest of that day. Oh, here's a a fun fact. On our <laughs> first trip, Jordan and I hardly ate. Uh, right. We had trouble finding food, but. Mom found a little restaurant kind of off the main street called Devin Devon Devonza. Oh, I wish I could remember because they deserve a shout out. Not that they probably hook up with us, but she saw a she saw a sign that said pizza and tacos. 
Yeah. And uh, on the on one of the bus rides. We thought we'd try it. You know, we, we had tried pizza the day before, which was not very good, not good and very expensive. And very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Much more than we thought. It was kind of a funny story. but We had one pizza, one garlic knots, and one more thing. And it was like $70. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That was Main Street. It, but this little uh, this little restaurant was kind of a hole in the wall, and it had people in it who had just skied down off the mountain. Yes, it's so one that of was the pretty ones. fun. That's cool. You see them putting their stuff back on to go back up the mountain. Right. You know? Yeah, it's right next to the lift. But uh, the food, how was the food, Kevin? Amazing. Oh my goodness! I had a Philly cheesesteak the first time, and I say the first time because we went back because that's yeah. how good it was, and it was just. It was just nice to have a place we knew we could eat. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> because a lot of places do close for private events, which is one of the problems yeah. if you're just a regular Joe Schmo like right. us wanting to eat. Yes. Sorry, it's closed. Private event. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, this place was great. We went twice. I love the bouncers in front of those places. Oh, my gosh. They're like, they make the... <laughs> They make the rocks look small. They were huge. <laughs> they were huge. I kept going up and asking them, how do we get in here? I think I could have taken them, though. Uh, don't <laughs> underestimate the small, squeaky guy. You there know? you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we saw the perfect candidate then. And then, uh, let's see. What did you have at uh, the pizza place? Or not the pizza place. The mm. pizza and taco place. Da- Davon Rose. I like just that. had a bacon cheeseburger and you'd think wow how exciting it was so good <laughs> you know <how> you have <laughs> you know how you have a, a bacon cheeseburger and it's this tiny thin strip of bacon that's hardly even tastes like bacon these were thick pieces cooked just right and several of them i mean mm. i don't know how they did it it was so good <laughs> Uh, that afternoon, we saw a panel with uh, Stanley Tucci, who I love as an actor. Yes. Uh, you'll recognize him if you don't know the name. He is uh, in The Devil Wears Prada. Uh, he yes. is in Julie and Julia. Uh, he's a great actor. Right. Um, him, he, Michael Keaton was not in the panel, but uh, Michael Keaton is in the movie. Right. But the movie is about this... New York lawyer uh, and his firm who did the 9-11 Victims Compensation Compensation, Act or whatever it was. Yeah. And at the panel we saw in the afternoon, the lawyer and his assistant, basically. Right. uh, Partner. His partner. Coke. Yeah. um, Right. She's not an assistant. To call her an assistant is uh, not quite right. Not true. She's got a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. they were at the panel, and it was very cool seeing this panel uh, and seeing well, the real people. Yeah, and you set it up. These guys were in charge of the compensation fund that that funded, you know, so many of the families of people who were killed in nine eleven. Right. Movies called Worth. Yeah, and they're basically the main what's job, a person's the, worth. The setup of the film is how much is a life worth mm-hmm. um strong personality from the lawyer uh 
he was great. He was so engaging in the panel that when we saw the movie later that night, the movie for me was a little bit of a letdown. It was for me as well. Um, the guy, the guy would you know, imagine just a slightly subdued Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And you get an idea of what the guy was like. It was strong, like, yeah, strong, thick accent, mm-hmm. strong emotions, strong yes. personality. Uh, and Michael <laughs> Michael Keaton plays him in the movie. Uh, and he does a good job. He does a good but job. But he doesn't sound like the guy. No, and the guy was so Animated. interesting and yeah. inspirational yeah. that it was uh, when we got to the movie, it was kind of like, kind of like the real guy better yeah. <laughs> when they cast the real guy <laughs> yeah exactly um but the movie's very interesting um it's worth a watch it, it got picked up i'm sure oh i'm sure it will be yeah uh, yeah I, it, I i i'm not i haven't seen that but i'm sure it has been it's funny with with the character it's like when you watch a movie that's based on a true story the actor's almost always better than the guy in the, mm-hmm. the real guy, but this was just the reverse of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Michael Keaton kind of underplayed it. Right. <laughs> um, Michael, we still love you, man, but no, you sure. just didn't nail Keep it. listening. Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was uh, it's a it's a good movie. Yes. Um, I was a little let down because it reminded me so much of Spotlight. Yet Spotlight is so good. Right, right. Um, and this asks tough questions. Yeah. There's an in, there's an aspect of the film that we won't go into here because we don't want to spoil it, especially right now. Um, yeah. It's worth a watch. <laughs> worth a watch. <laughs> I get it. Uh, but that that's the movie Worth. That was the third yeah. movie we saw. Really fun to listen to the people who were in it. Yeah, and this very is cool. this the, at the Acura place. Uh, when when you listen to these people, you're when, where we were anyway. Uh, shout out to mom for getting those seats for us, mm-hmm. mom and Jordan. Yeah, we were only <clears throat> t- 10, 15 feet away from them. Absolutely. In each of these panels that we saw. Yeah, we got the same table all the time yeah. we sat there. Yeah. I think it's because the heater wasn't working. That's probably true, <laughs> but I don't care. No way. Uh, that That's how we ended the second night, uh, only to get up early the third day for herself. Oh. Whoo, lordy. Yeah. My goodness. Herself is a great movie. It's a great movie movie yeah uh, all of us thought it was the best movie we saw i think i know mom cried not to throw her under the bus yeah i cried how's the view from under the bus <laughs> <laughs> did you get emotional tra- i did and i know jordan also cried it was an emotional tale yes a tale of domestic abuse it's yeah not, it's not a tale of domestic abuse it's a tale of a woman a courageous woman surviving the odds yes. and, and breaking free. Yes. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. But, right, right. But my, and it's got one of those gosh. moments in there. What do we call those on the frothies? What the foam. Yeah. There's definitely moments. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was and, beautiful. Right. 
And then to make it even better, because it's a great, great story about this community and, and surviving. Well, and not, not just a community, a community this woman builds. Yeah, right. And That's why it's called herself. I'm not saying that she did it herself. Well, you could tell by previews she that reaches, she's going to build a home by herself. She reaches out and this community accepts and loves her yeah and it was so powerful it was it um, was you know wonderful I, music. some of those movies i liked but i probably won't go see them when they come out this one i'll go see again this did get picked up by amazon which yeah. means it will have likely a limited release which means you can see it in salem at least yeah most likely no right. promises uh but and it's uh it's an irish film Yes, written uh, and starring Claire Dunn. Yes. A first-time film out actress. Shout out to her. Oh, my goodness. My goodness, she was uh, amazing. She was. She was. Not only is she gorgeous, but, like, she's powerful. It was she a is, powerful, yeah. powerful it was, film. It, it most definitely was. Made even better. By the fact that after the movie, she came out yes. with the, the director of it. Yeah. And she's a charming young lady. Great. And we got to see and her. And who doesn't love the Irish accent? Yes. <laughs> uh, when we were picking movies, I knew it was an Irish film. And honestly, that's why I picked it. Uh, I love the Irish accent. I could listen to them talk all day. Me too. I could listen to her read a phone book. Oh, man. So. Uh not not just her, but like I the, the men too. I love the Irish. Oh accent. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, no question. Uh, but we ended up getting to see on our last day a panel with Claire Dunn and yeah An Andrea or Andrea Riseborough, right? Uh, who was in a couple of films at Sundance. We didn't yeah. see either. Of we her we films. didn't know. We weren't really familiar with her, but she was interesting too. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure you're familiar with some of the things she's been in. She's been in some big movies. Oh, uh, she's in Birdman. Uh, mm. the, and I say that that's like, too bad. I say that like that's a huge movie, but uh, that's that's just the one that came to the top of my head. But look her up on IMDb. She's great. It's a very interesting conversation about just kind of. Kind of women in Hollywood, really, yeah, like, right. and and not just women, but like creatives, because Andrea is a producer and writer and actor, and Claire Dunn is a writer and actor. So it's kind of it was kind of a cool panel of like, right. It it would be fair to mention right now that Claire Dunn wrote this as well. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, really powerful. I'm a huge fan of herself. I don't yeah. want to call a six pack of the year this early. Well, a little bit early if it's <laughs> in February. Uh, but I was a huge. I'm fan. comfortable with that. <laughs> I'm calling it a six pack, easily a six pack of Sundance for me. Oh yeah, me too. And I think I think uh, Jordan and Teresa would agree. Yes, I believe on our on our conversation on the trip home when we were talking about which ones we liked the most right which ones we liked the least herself right. topped all of our lists right yeah and mom did a survey and, and of all four of us and that was the leading 
as I as I recall now. Yes, it was a leading. And uh, you know, not to uh, I'm sure Mom will listen to this at some point if if maybe, but uh, something cool is that Mom started volunteering at the battered women's shelter here in Salem. Yeah. Based on her viewing of herself, which I, I mean, I'm not tooting mom's horn, but what I'm saying is you could <laughs> movies and art do inspire and yeah. create good in the world. So mm-hmm. not all movies are just movies. And so I, I was really not just entertainment. I was, I was very, I mean, it made me feel kind of bad because I was like, oh, I don't do anything like that. <laughs> but like, how cool for a mom to see a movie at Sundance and feel inspired to do good in the world. Pretty like, cool. That's that's a cool aspect and and a testament of the film. So, yep, uh, very good. That was herself. We then went on. Uh, I believe that was the only movie we saw that day. However, I saw a movie that night called Promising Young Woman, which I'll just also cover. picked up by somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's got that got a lot of buzz at the festival. Very good, starring somebody. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> Doggone it! I should have. I should have put it in. You can put it in. I have it somewhere. Carrie around. Mulligan. So Carrie Coon is in the movie The Nest, which we saw on the on the last day. Right. But this one was starring Carrie Mulligan and Bo Burnham. Molly Shannon is in this movie for a, a moment. Uh, this was not what I was expecting. I, I, again, you didn't see it, so I won't go into it right. too much. But right. I was expecting a gruesome rape revenge movie. Because, oh, that's right. You because that is kind right. of how it is advertised as right. or at least written down in the little booklet we got. But instead, it was a super smart, cutting, beautiful tale of this woman who isn't exacting revenge the way you think, but she's yeah, taking You don't it want to take it any further hands. than that. Yeah. Huh? Very good. When it comes out, because it got picked up for sure, mm-hmm. it will get a full theatrical release, I don't doubt. Uh, very good. Definitely worth your time. Not an easy watch. It's an <laughs> uneasy watch, but yeah. my goodness, it was very good. Cut to the next day, after you guys all left me and went to bed. Yeah, uh, we were tired. <laughs> Uh, the next morning, our bright and early showing of Yikes. Four Good Days. Yep. Uh, Mila Kunis and Glenn Close play a mother and daughter team. The mother or the the daughter is addicted to heroin, and she has to basically stay clean for four days. You got order- some kind of miracle drug she can take if she can stay clean for it's- seven days. Now, I don't. I'm I'm sure you didn't mean it that way, but like, it's an actual shot that reduces the effect. It blocks the effect of heroin. Ah, it is not. It's not a fantasy miracle pill. It is an actual drug that you can, you know, get. I think I had it in my head that it was made up. No, it is real. It is a it is a heroin blocking drug. Um, 
my understanding is it is a real thing. Yeah. Uh, it's basically like Narcan, Narcan only yeah, yeah. pre. Right. Basically. Right. Uh, I could be way off base, but that was my understanding. Well, it would make I, a lot more sense if it's real. Yeah. Uh, huh. We will check and get back to our listeners. Yes, on, on the one of the next episodes. Yep. But uh, basically, Mila Kunis has to stay clean for four days. She's been a drug addict for over 10 years. She's She lives... Her mom, Glenn Close, says you can stay here basically as long as you're clean for four days so we can get you this help that you need. Right. And she's been in... 14 detox 14 times she's been arrested she's she's done just about everything you can imagine for a drug dealer yeah drug user yeah an addict addict, um you know the mom has a lot of trust issues she's let her in before she's stolen and understandably yeah absolutely it's very hard to watch um if anyone with in your life is a drug user or an addict, you will relate to this on a level that is hard to watch. Yep. Um, That's true. It was a tough watch. Yep. I feel like I like this movie the least out of all four of us. Right. Um, I liked it more than, than most, I think. I mean, more than the three of you. I think as far as ratings go. I know Jordan had it pretty high up, but... Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I felt... Uh, well, no, I'm not going to go any further because I don't want to give anything mm-hmm, away, mm-hmm. so... um, The performances are wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn Close and... Mila Kunis really nail their dynamic and chemistry. Oh, they do. You can feel, you know, the the tension there between a mother who truly loves her daughter but has been beaten and broken so many times by mistrust and abuse from her. She doesn't want to let her in. Right. She's earned the right to not let her in. Yep. But she's also her mom, and that Glenn Close... Was very good in this. She is. Yeah, she's, she's a, a great, great actress. actress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was hard to watch. The tension there is so thick. You yeah. can feel it in the chairs in the in the auditorium. <laughs> like, oof. But yeah, some 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 surprising and unsurprising turns and twists. Yeah. Uh, this is yeah. a spoiler free podcast, so That's we'll right. just cut it there. Yeah. Yeah, I I personally think you don't have to see this one. <laughs> but you and Jordan really liked it, so. Yeah. Uh, so to each their own. I think it got picked up. I don't know that for sure, though. I don't remember this one. Let's see. We saw the next panel we saw was kind of a fun, crazy panel with uh, Kevin Smith doing the interviewing for IMDb. Yeah. The cast and director of spree which included a david arquette, david arquette. who was uh, oh, oh. clearly loaded my goodness <laughs> laughing at his own jokes just shouting words like wrestlemania <laughs> oh my gosh 
He was yeah. fun to watch. He, yeah, let's just call it that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was brutal. And and also about a It was movie, still kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. It was about a movie that none of us really had right. the interest to see and right. we weren't gonna be able to see it anyways. No. But it was fun to listen to these guys again talk about their creation and why they made it and right. what drew them to this role and why they thought using this technology would benefit the story as opposed right, to distract. Right. One of the young stars was in uh, Stranger Things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jordan would be the one to ask about that. I haven't seen a single I think episode. he's like the ice cream man or something. Something like that, yeah. But that was the that was the next panel we saw, which was cool. Yeah. Um, but we didn't get to see the movie. No. But that movie, or but that night we did, uh, or no, that that was it. Oh, that night we saw the assistant, ah, which I was a big fan of. Yeah. While the rest of you were underwhelmed, I didn't remember everybody being underwhelmed. I most certainly was underwhelmed. Oh, I feel like both you, Mom, and Jordan were all underwhelmed by this. So you were wrong then. No, I saw what you didn't see. <laughs> uh, no, this is my, it was my type of movie, which is a day in the life, right? Where very little happened, very little of consequence happened, right? But at the same time, it put you in a place that was uncomfortable, and you didn't know what to do, and you didn't mm. know what she should do. Right. This starred Julia Garner, who you most likely know from Ozark as Ruth. From Ozark. Hmm. She was also in Dirty John, and I'm not sure what else she's been in. She's a young actress. Right. She right. was wonderful. She seems like a good actress. I didn't just didn't like the movie. Yeah. It, um, it's one of those ones which where... Which is probably unfair to the movie. I mean, no, I it's, just... it's fair. You watch... It felt like it didn't really go anywhere for me. Like you, I mean, five minutes of the movie is watching this woman... Co- make copies yeah and then the next 10 minutes she's sitting at her desk answering phones yeah and that for the next 15 she's talking to hr and then she's eating a muffin <laughs> and then oh it's over yeah <laughs> yeah um a very slow very slow yeah and that, that's funny because when the movie ended that's exactly what i thought it's over <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts were, it can't be over. Yeah. It's over. It's over. I can't believe it. That was so good. <laughs> I loved it. I really did love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in for a slow slow boat to China, though, where nothing you happens. Are. You are. Um, big, I was a big fan of Patterson that came out a few years ago where the bus driver drives around. And then his, his, the, big, the big moment is his dog eats his poetry book. And so he goes and buys a new poetry book. Man, where can I get a copy of that one? Oh, I'll, I'll lend it to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So good. Uh, but yeah, you guys weren't big fans of it, but nah. that's okay. I love that woman, though. Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> that's her name in Ozarks. Yeah. Uh, Julia Garner. I think she's, she's going to go places. Think so? I, I do. She's She didn't go anywhere in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> she got on an elevator a few times. That's true. And really, that that ends up uh, that that was our last night. 
Then we got up early the next day before our flight to view my second favorite of the festival. I know we're not ranking them or whatnot. No, but, we're, but, well, uh, we have. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we kind of yeah, have. Yeah. Uh, the Nest with Jude Law, who we also saw. Yes. He, he and Jordan basically brushed shoulders. And right. Jordan was like, who was that? <laughs> uh, and I was like, that was Jude Law. I leaned back to tell you guys it was Jude Law, assuming Jordan knew who it was. And he and her basically bumped shoulders. And she was like, who was that? He had a puffy coat. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone in fur is famous. But he was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what a disturbingly wonderful film The Nest was. It was good, wasn't it? It was really yeah, good. Yeah. I was surprised that you and mom both really liked it. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I would have liked a different ending, but oh no, I no, think no, you've no, heard no. that. I think you, our listeners, have heard me say that about probably fifty different movies. It, so just so you know, that that's not even applicable in this in this situation. Yeah, there it is totally a clear is. and concise and beautiful artful ending and here. and that's not correct yes but. yes you're right we should have followed the whole family until they all died uh <laughs> that would have been the perfect ending and just shots of their pet bunny on the screen just to end it yeah yeah, yeah. the little waggly tail yeah uh jude law plays this guy in the 1980s who is basically like an investor trader stock market guy not no no he's sales he's a sales guy yeah, I'm not quite sure how he made he's his money. But upper business yeah, guy. Yeah, he's goes, an upper business guy. Who basically forces his family to go back to England, where he's from. Right. Because he's got this great job opportunity. Right. Meanwhile, the reality is, is they're broke. And it's a it's the dichotomy between the man and wife. Yeah. And the two children and their parents. And they're now all alone in England, where nobody knows what's going on. While the dad is making up all these stories to his work buddy about how everything is so amazing. Right. Meanwhile, at home, things are destitute and they can't pay the bills. Very, very good. <laughs> uh, a little, I wouldn't say horror, but it dips It dips a pinky finger in, in the horror genre. Not so Towards much. Towards the end, you mean? A little bit. I would just say in the atmosphere. Yeah. It feels haunted. Hmm. There, there's a question in the Q&A. Like, was, like, why did you pick this house? It was so eerie. And that's where I would say it felt haunted. Yeah. Just this broken relationship between the whole family. The mom doesn't get along with the kids because she's not getting along with the husband. Yeah. The husband is completely disattached. Like, great scene in a cab saying i'm the best dad the dad and the cab driver's like dude that's the bare minimum <laughs> you know like uh i put food on yeah so it's like i put food on their plate and something else in the cab he's like that's the bare that's minimum like the definition of dad like <laughs> you know like yeah uh, it, was, it was great i loved it there was a uh there was a sex scene at the beginning Yes. And Jordan and I were sitting next to each other, and it was a little uncomfortable knowing that you guys were 
the next scene over. <laughs> Being like, well, it's this- hard to watch sex scenes with your mom and dad. Yeah, is it is. It's a little, I'm glad Jordan yeah. was sitting next to me and not the yeah. other way around. Yeah. Uh, and she was sitting next to you, and she's like, she leans over. This is kind of awkward, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yes, it was. Uh, and it's dark and it's eerie. And I was so surprised and happy when at the end, mom was like, I really like that movie. I was like, yes. <laughs> you don't give mom enough credit, I think. <clears throat> I think I give her enough credit. <laughs> uh, very, very good movie, though. Uh, big fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you want to say about that? No, except that it it uh, it's probably my second favorite and didn't even hold a candle to herself Mm. yeah fair fair but yeah uh then we went and saw one more panel that was when we saw andrea riseborough and claire dunn yes that day and then walked down the streets a little bit more and kind of said our farewells uh you know tell all the people we made friends with yeah oh cool story yep I thought you were going to bring this up. Yeah, we were in line for one of the movies we ended up not getting to see, and it was very disappointing. But afterwards, there was a uh, a fire pit outside this building. Beautiful fire pit, and no one was there. No, and keep in mind, this is right outside of the building, and there were probably 300 people in the wait line who didn't get in, and they all streamed out. Hopped on a bus to get the next yep. film or the next whatever. Two two couples besides ourselves uh, were sitting around this beautiful fire pit. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. A gorgeous Snowy, night. Snowy, the sun setting. It was picturesque. Yeah. It was, it was uh, majestic. Yeah, and we yeah. started talking to this one couple. The, the one couple kind of left. Yeah, somewhat, right. One but. didn't stay long. So, yeah, it was the six of us sitting around this campfire and or not campfire, fire pit. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're talking and she and the woman there, she's like, I think I remember you guys. Were you guys here a couple of years ago? And we we're like, yeah, we were. And she's like, I think we stood each other next in line. And we we're like, oh, that's funny. Like, yeah, maybe. Where are you guys from? Oh, we're from Portland, Oregon. Like, oh, of course. We're from Salem, Oregon, <laughs> Silverton, Oregon. We ended up talking to them for, I don't know, a good long time. Half hour to an hour, maybe. Yeah. Uh, nice people. Very nice people uh, from Portland. They come through Salem every once in a while. I mean, I don't think a lasting friendship was made there. Well, no, since we don't know their names. We don't know their names or <laughs> phone numbers. No, or we didn't give them our podcast. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was really, it was just kind of one of those, it's a small world. Yeah. Like, um, very nice people. Very, very nice friendly. people. Everyone in Sundance is nice. truth is, yeah, it's a special place. I mean, people are being nice. I mean, you very, very little, uh, very little snobbery or anything like that. Even though you're among people you know are probably snobs. Yeah. <laughs> Just the way people are dressed and right. like, you know, the, the air of people is like. Well, they were definitely dressed up like crazy. Yeah. yeah and you just kind of think like, 
there's no way this person is a nice person. But here in this place, everyone gets along. There's yeah. very little, you know, positioning. There's, you know, you're saving a spot. Nobody gets upset. Like, yeah. you know, come on in line. Like, what have you seen? It's all right. it's very community based. Right. Like this huge community of film lovers that have gotten together is yeah it's a cool place even in waiting lines where people would have to wait for a long time people were friendly oh yeah yeah Yeah. you know you might not find your new best friend there no i didn't you can say i mean uh, yeah every time we were in line not together jordan and i were talking to the people in front or behind or both yeah uh and everybody's there just having a good time. Everybody's seeing movies and having an opinion, and it's really cool. It's a. I'm glad we got to go. It's it's a fun experience. It was. It's it's a great place. Well, I didn't think we were gonna go this long, but we're like over an hour now. Yikes! Uh, well, thanks for staying with us. Yeah. Uh, really fun trip. I encourage anyone who wants to go to a film festival. To just save up the money and do it once. Like, if that's on your bucket list, do it earlier as opposed to later because uh, it's a fun experience. Right. And it's worth it. Yeah, it is. Even if you never go back, you'll be able to check it off your list and and you won't regret a second of it. And it was great to go with you guys. Well, it wasn't a we We were honored to go with you. It was a, just an awful lot of fun and... You guys are always fun to be around anyway, but what what a great place. What a great place. That's true. If you're thinking of going and you want to contact us, we could give you some tips. Oh, we can give you some tips. What we know anyway. uh, You know, depending on if you're a psychopath. Well, Kevin and Jordan can give you some tips. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, if you want to go to Sundance and you're trying to maybe do something cheaper as opposed to more expensive. Yeah, send us an email, onebrewover at gmail.com. And uh, who knows, if you guys aren't crazy psychopaths, maybe we can share a, a small house or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it'd be great. That'd be fun. It It is worth it. It's it's a lot of fun. Same. I would totally agree. You got anything else, Dougie? No, I don't. Yeah, well, until the next Sundance 2022. <laughs> I'm calling it now. 2022. Yeah. It's not something you would go to every year, probably. I think you might get old if you went every year. I think you're full Thank you. One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is created and hosted by Kevin and Doug Zade. Follow our social media on Twitter at One Brew Over for Kevin and at The Old Man and Duh Brew for Doug. Keep up with the podcast on Instagram at One Brew Over. Email your feedback to onebrewover at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy the show, leave a review and tell a friend. Sound bites and trailers for films are taken from YouTube and do not belong to this podcast. All original music is written and recorded by Kevin Zaid. For archival episodes and more, go to www.onebrewover.com. And thanks for listening to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest.
bleep out both words, and they're not going to know that you said instead of Well, Jordan will love that. Jordan Newton. Yeah. Because he'll be like, did your dad actually say Don't do that, you little brat. All right, I won't.